All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. And today we're coming to you talking about... Uh, Torah. Yes, yeah, <laughs> talking about Torah. So uh, we are at uh, in Numbers, the book of Numbers. Uh, and what's this one called, Jake? This is called Nasol. Nasol. And it is Make an Accounting. So this takes place... In Numbers 4, 21 through chapter 7. And so if you're, we, first off, we appreciate the people that uh, are, that listen and follow us. And especially all the people that have given us shofars and the ram's horns. And we just say, please keep it up. We appreciate all of it. Yes. And please share this with people that you find it to be interesting. And we hope that you're growing in Torah the same way we are. We don't claim to know all of the answers or any of that. We're just two two dudes who have children, and uh, we're trying to lead our families the best way we know how, and we're glad you joined us. Yes. So this is week 35 in the Torah portion. The year's kind of getting, getting by here, Jake. So with this, at the very beginning of this, you see census taking. Yes, as any good uh, organization would do, they got to know how many people are running around with you. Yeah, yeah. So and remember, did, when did Yahuwah need to need them to count though? He has a hard time counting. He can only <laughs> count hairs, apparently. That's yeah. But That's what I was thinking, I was like, if he can count the hairs on my head, he probably knows how many people are here. Right. So this wasn't for him; it was for the humans. Right, and so he now remember when he takes him out of Egypt, he says he's he's taking an army. Yeah, for himself, and uh, got to know they don't who's look in like the, an army at this point. But. They're ragtag. Yes. they're a little uh, uh, bad news bears. They got some things to work on. Yeah. But, uh, but they, that's don't, it, they don't have the drunk coach, though, which is good. Right. Um, they did have the drunk priest, and they were <laughs> no, so, That didn't work out so yeah, well. No. Uh, so, all right. So you got the census, and jobs are assigned. Ooh, for taking down the tabernacle. And now this is the beginning of the end for some people. Some people don't like this, do they? This rubs some people the wrong way, and uh, uh, whether they knew it at this point, specific moment or not it was their their downfall yep i think you've read ahead jake Ooh. all right so there's also another moment where you've got separating clean and unclean and creating a holy set apart people that's right so let's see now if you look in the new testament he says no unclean person will enter the kingdom Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yes. What does that mean? Yeah, check it out. And then another duty of the priest was to investigate domestic affairs. That's right. Yay, priest. <laughs> they get to do all kinds of fun things. They do, yeah, they they get the fun jobs. Yes. All the cool jobs. So So how would they uh how would they investigate this, Matt? Well, this is uh, your cheating heart. And I tried to find the song, so I'm sure that we could be shut down because uh, we don't have the proper authority to use the song. But uh, So Matt will just sing it. I'm not singing anything, Jake. Oh. So 
But uh, but we do have this cheating heart, just like the old song. If you know that song, give us a, a cheating heart in the comments. Right. And we'll know you listened. <laughs> and we thank you for that. So, or tell me who wrote the song. Ooh. So, or sang it, performed it. But uh, but chapter four, you've got uh, chapter five. Sorry, you got the curse of bitter waters, and this is absolutely huge. And so, Matt, we've never talked about this ne- before. Never so. talked about it. So, if you if this is your first time hearing this, you've got some homework. Yes. So, and we'll refer to uh, to where you can go in a minute. But this is the case of the jealous husband. So, do, do, do. so the, you know, what is a man to do if he thinks his woman is cheating on him? If only there was a, a Torah that would teach us what to do in yes, this situation. If only we had that. So it is. It's the Curse of Bitter Waters, Numbers 5, 21 through 24. Now, let's remember, uh, Matt, would you say that the Torah was written, partly at least, as an expression of Yah's character? Absolutely. Okay. So when he's writing this, he's thinking... This is going to reveal something about me and my plan, right? Okay. Yeah. Just just yeah. setting that up. No, that's good. That's good. And um, if you if you look back in our teachings, especially our Torah, we have a playlist that we're developing for um, the Torah portions. And week twenty one in the Torah portions, we discuss the golden calf. Right, and it's directly connected uh, to the curse of the bitter waters. Um, very interesting parallel, and so we encourage you to go on that journey and uh, take a look at that, study it yourself. But in uh, twenty-six, uh, read this for us in five sixteen through twenty-nine. All right, uh, so they would take the dust off of the floor of the tabernacle. It's the same stuff that we're made of, and then the priest was to uncover the lady's head and then there was this bitter cup yes so we didn't spell it all out it's just kind of a <laughs> summary of that scripture um we want someone so, to go to the listener that's right that's right so you know it's interesting that you know there there they are using the dust off the floor which were made of dust and then later you see yeshua bend down in the dirt and ride in the dirt and uh, with a woman that was accused of adultery. So so it is a rabbit hole that you should do, go check out. Right. Um, and you get this where you get this concept of the bitter cup. And so if she's guilty, her thighs rot away and her belly swells, and all know she's absolutely guilty. Right. And so, Jake, who do we say this woman is? Uh, and metaphorically. The adulterous woman. Is who? Is, uh... Well, this might sound controversial. Messiah. Messiah. Am I right? No. Oh. Us. Uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> so the so it represent. It's a good guess, but well, it represents no. you and no. I. But you'd have to. You could probably explain it. Yes. What you mean? I could explain it, or I could send you to those other places that we've talked about yeah. because uh, there is a tie in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, remember, yeah, yeah, when sure. Messiah is on the cross, he's representing us. Yeah. Right? So, so both and. Yeah. 
it can be both. And, and, and it's a complicated subject that if you'll research, it will open up a lot of things for you and connect some dots that you didn't see before. Yep. So would you uh, read um, uh, Numbers uh, 5, 21 through 22 here? May Yahweh make you an example for your people to see what happens when the curse of this oath comes true. Yahweh will make your uterus drop and your stomach swell. Then the priest will administer the oath and the curse by saying, May this water that can bring a curse go into your body and make your stomach swell and your uterus drop. Then the woman will say, Amen, Amen. So do you think there's any question about what a woman is? Not in this case. Not here. Not here. I don't think, I think there's it's, anybody uh, asking that question in this in this story. Yeah. I mean, today you'd have to say a uterus haver, but <laughs> it's in the it's in the verse itself. So yes. yeah, it, it does spell it out pretty clearly. So, but th- but this is where you go. So, if you want to know where you go, you know where, where have you heard this information? Where did we get this? We didn't come up with this. It's in the text. And we're just we're in, in in this teaching of the curse of the bitter waters that we did. Uh, you can because that's also a teaching in itself. Um, and but we just kind of help you connect some of these dots, right? So the bigger picture. And then numbers number left off the S there. Number five twenty three through twenty four. All right. Uh, continuing on, the priest will write these curses on a scroll and wash them off into the bitter water. Then he will have the woman drink the bitter water that can bring the curse. This water will go into her and become bitter. The priest will take the grain offering she was holding, present it to Yahweh, and bring it to the altar. So uh, if any of this sounds familiar, uh, that's because it should be familiar in certain respects. Now, I'll give a little hint is that we did uh, a series recently called Why Messiah Had to Die, right? Yep. And uh, you'll find some this discussion in there as well. Yeah. So actually, yeah, we've done multiple teachings on this. And, um, and uh, if, you, if you just Google Sabbath Lounge, Curse of the Bitter Waters, you're going to find several things. But just if you've never heard it, just a real quick summation is that uh, you and I represent this adulterous woman because we have cheated on our master. We have committed adultery and uh, we are guilty of this sin and our punishment should be death. Right. But Messiah comes along and he and he only he alone can drink this cup of bitter waters and not die. And he was resurrected. Death could not hold him because he this because he lived this sinless life. This curse had no power over him. Right. And so it, it's a very powerful thing. And, you know, it's, it's if you can kind of master this, you can have conversations with people of, hey, do you know why Jesus had died on the cross? And they're going to say, uh, no, because so he died for my sins. What does that mean? Yeah, I did bad stuff. He had to die. I mean, it doesn't take long, and you can start asking people to explain why Jesus has died on the cross, and you can realize that people don't have a good answer. Most people, there are some that can go into long detail and explain 
uh, and use a lot of big words that they right. were in seminary or something. But uh, but it's really a simple concept. So. Yeah. Uh, and uh, when you look at, uh, you know, the wedding language throughout Scripture, this ties in to that as well. Yeah. Um, the whole idea of the sin uh, of the people and uh, the fact that uh, it was rebellion, it was adultery, mm-hmm. right? That's why we have this on the screen here, this adultery, uh, because that's basically what uh, their rebellion was. Yeah. It was adultery. Mm-hmm. So, Well, anything else you can think of? I don't know. It's just this is just the main concept. If you yeah. can, if you can grasp this, mm-hmm. it kind of tell it, you can kind of tell the whole story with this. Yeah, and what a beautiful, powerful story! You know, when you think about it in those terms, you know, um, uh, people understand it. Yeah, and it's a very simple concept to grasp, and it's not. It doesn't require a theology degree. It doesn't require you going to seminary. Um, this was a pretty simple thing, and. It's pretty simple to unwrap once, but you have to do your homework and research it. And, and, and if you need help with these things, leave a comment and we can refer you to uh, other places because Jake and I are not original on this. Uh, we, we borrowed heavily from other people and Michael Oman has done a lot of things with his teaching on the wedding. And um, it's not, not hard to find this information, and, but you start with the text. Right. So, but... But we appreciate you uh, stopping by and listening, and we appreciate if you'd share this with someone. And also, please give us um, some kind of emoji. And what emoji did we say for this one? Uh, we said, uh, tell me about your cheating heart or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you could do. Uh, I don't know the song. It's Matt's, that's Matt's right, Jam. Your cheating heart. <laughs> um, or you could do uh, the cup. Or, you know, do, do something that shows that you listen to this about the cup of bitter water. Yeah. Some emoji. That bitter beer, bitter beer face. Bitter beer face. <laughs> yep, that would probably do it. So, well, we appreciate you stopping by, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in. And this is Matt and Jake signing, signing out. out.